Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Left jab to the chief. Oh, he's in trouble. Good be in trouble. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 17 wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? It was a fairly quiet week, to be honest. It but, was. Um, we've had a big couple of weeks, with, mm, especially with mm. the fight sports. And Yeah, I was thinking that today, too. It's quite quiet one. What, spot, what, what fight sports have you been watching? There's been a huge week in fight sports. Oh, well, just not in actually fighting. Yeah, no. exactly. Well, my highlight uh, was probably Danny Ricardo starting from right at the back of the pack for the Silverstone GP and managing to lever his way up to uh, sixth, I believe, or fifth, because fifth, uh, Vettel, unfortunately for him, had to delaminate a tyre. Um, I'm sure he blamed someone else for that, but oh well, fuck him. Um, so yeah, Danny Rick did a, a great job in a third-rate car, managed to power his way through the field. Down at Silverstone too, so it's always a pretty uh, struggling race for Red Bull there. So it was lucky he called his way back through the whole field. Mm. But you're right, it's, it was that kind of week that a sixth-place Daniel Ricciardo, yeah, yeah, you can understand it. Because, yep. yeah. 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 Um, um, you know, the whole shenanigans with the Mayweather-McGregor um, press conferences, yeah. it's, to be honest, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, no, it was how cringeworthy. Many, how many other boxing press conferences do you remember watching? Oh, yeah. And let alone a series of them. But I've seen UFC press conferences that were better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, eh, I eh, feel eh. like Connor put up his part, but Mayweather was shit on the like, mic. Yeah. He was terrible. He got it there like it was little John, just, huh? Huh? Yeah. What? He okay. Does, he does Hard like, work. Can we just get through this? I need the money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brenton, you got a beer of the week before you get to your highlight. I do. And I've already put this forward on Twitter. My beer of the week is actually one of my favorite beers last year, which is uh, from Stone Brewing, who uh, a San Diego brewery in uh, America there. And they're known for big hoppy beers. But they have one beer they released uh, each year called the Mocha IPA. And get this one on tap because on tap, it's like ice cream. It's very vanilla-y, a little yep. bit of coffee in there, but very, very well-rounded. In bottles, it's too much uh, coffee in there. But my beer of the week is that one. But I feel kind of bad about putting one out there early and then having them like listen to the same shit again tonight. So oh, well. for a secondary one, if you're looking for something that's local, um, very tasty this time of year as well. Southwark. There's, uh, <laughs> Can you even get Southwark? <laughs> I don't know. But I, uh, did you see that dude who uh, checked a can of yeah. Emu Lager <laughs> from his flight from <laughs> Melbourne to, to Yeah, they wouldn't let him Perth. carry it on. And he's like, well, fuck it, I'll check it then. Yeah, so literally this can of Emu Lager going around the carousel <laughs> with a little tag around it. Good lad. So yeah, anyway, my second second beer of the week, which is uh, a nice, clean, easy beer to drink. You can get it in cans at the moment. It's from this local couple called Co-Conspirators. So apparently it's two couples that do some brewing together, but their beers have been cracking. And they're named after, after um, occupations. So they've had ones called The Butcher, one called The Bookie. Right. Uh, and this one's called The Matriarch. So uh, obviously the missus got in touch there. Yeah. Yeah, not, not a... Not an occupation, but anyway. Um, Still. Yeah. Well, actually, no, no, they get paid. Fuck that. The queen gets paid, <laughs> doesn't she? That's a monarch. Uh, she's a girl. She's in charge of her family. You think uh, Prince Philip's pulling the strings there? <laughs> I, I think she is actually both. She's <laughs> yeah. a matriarch and a monarch. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, very nice tasting New England IPA. So New England styles are very hazy. New England being the American New England, not like the new not, version not, of England. Yeah, yeah, Not the old England. Yeah, so it's an it's a opposite version of the stone. So opposite side of the coast. Which has just reminded me of one of my favorite parts of the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. You know, when uh, Matt Hamill was on there, the, the deaf Older fighter, yeah, yeah, uh, the deaf fighter rather, um, and uh, Michael Bisping, and who was the other? Ro- I still wish it was Mark Hamill. It wasn't Ross Pearson. It was another. It was another lad who was just a good lad who never quite made. Yeah. It. It was... Anyway, those two are talking back and forth, and he's trying to lip read, and what, what he goes, "Oh, yeah. you Boston guys." He's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you Boston guys?" Because he, he's deaf. Yeah. He's like, "No, no, no, 
Not from New England. England, mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you reckon there would have been a Union Jack around yeah. or something you would have put together. But I thought that was hilarious. Anyway, because we mentioned uh, Matt Hubbard before we got on yeah. uh, the microphone. Um, yep. A highlight of the week. Well, I'm going for the low light this week. And strangely enough, it's actually about AFL since there hasn't been anything going on in really sort of the other sports that we're interested in. So um, AFL, been in a bit of trouble with uh, some sexism and some little scandals going on, which I think is hilarious since uh, the last three years, our highlights of the week have been scandals from clubs that AFL <laughs> actually adjudicated on. Well, is it really sexist? I mean, it's not, only sex. Well, then again, I guess it is sexist if he's not ploughing some of the uh, young blokes who aren't around there. Well, that was one aspect of it. I mean, and if you're not aware, uh, Simon Lethland, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. He's G- pretty much two IC. Yeah, GM AFL. of football operations. He was uh, got sacked by the AFL for inappropriate relations. Uh, I'll, I'll correct you there. Resigned. Resigned. Yeah, right. <laughs> got sacked. Yep. Uh, Richard Simkis got sacked as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> GM of commercial operations, and both of them for having. Uh, as the AFL put it, inappropriate relations with two younger women uh, who work within the AFL industry. That's a pretty broad Ooh. little brush that they're painting there because all all reports are they were legitimately like AFL staffers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they like, released their names and everything. Yeah, it's not like they're like dishing out the, diff, the AFL records or something out in front of their stadium. Um, both are married too. Um, got Those some, guys, yeah. Got some kids. But but also, there was the story that came out in the Herald Sun, I think it was yesterday. Um, didn't read the whole story, I'm going to be honest, because it's behind a firewall and I don't buy that shit. But, <laughs> paywall. Uh, yeah, paywall, sorry. Um, <laughs> apparently, that uh, also, a lot of the guys, the, the bros have got together in the AFL and written out a list of the top 10 hottest chicks that work oh, for them. Well done, champs. Uh, I'm like, have they been recruited from the Navy or something? That's just dumb. I like, like how, you know, there's been all those stories about, oh, it's such a boys club. like, yeah, whatever. Mate. Yeah. And then, like, the inter-office affairs, like, I can give a pass, you know, there's an imbalance of power, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to go. But when you do a list like that, like, Jesus, yeah. mate. You done fucked up. And actually went to some woman and told her she was number five. Oh, oh God. God, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're going to tell her, at least lie and say she's like number two <laughs> or something. Yeah. Why would you? Why, Why would you dig yourself that hole? But, I mean, these, uh, and the funny thing is, these two guys both got hired in March. So they haven't had a chance to have a Christmas party or something yet where you can actually, you know, just say, well, yeah, I was a bit drunk. They've got a bit of game, some excuses, yeah. That's like, that's hitting your ground running. God damn it. They've got three months to to work his game. But with that, the girls, as far as I know, didn't complain. It was the fact that they were kind of showing mates and the mates went down. It's because they're little go-getters. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, but, uh, you know, you never know what actually happened, but it is fucking dumb to be fucking someone in your direct line. Yeah, when you're married, well, don't worry about it. They've lost their jobs. They're going to lose a fair amount more. Yeah, no, probably, probably their yeah. wife, their kids, and, and more than half their shit. Surely there was another option here. Like, because the, the issue was the, you know, the imbalance of power. Yeah. Promote them to GM. <laughs> yes. You've got to promote oh, them up. Yeah. Oh, look, we're in the same level now. <laughs> yeah, this is all fine. Equality. Plus, when he eventually gets the divorce, and now at least his side chick's got a, a decent income. Yeah, that's a, actually, yeah. There's a, some positives come out of this. Actually, Gil, I know you're listening, mate. This, this is one you could have had for free. Oh, he's tried them all, but Gil's ugly as fuck, so he's got no chance. <laughs> He, he does have to bring Hamish along and go, see, see, I'm, I'm, I'm the catch. And then Hamish brings Basil. <laughs> so, yeah, a legit, after having a concerted effort to bring women on board with football, the actual AFL institution is just going to fuck that up. After all the all the controversies, all the scams that they've had to try and like smooth Come over up. for the last two or three years, which uh, we've reported on, uh, they, they go ahead and just make them the, the full guy for all this. Well, let's be honest. Um, it's not that this hasn't been happening before. I think this is just the first time that it's got out. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But you think they would have better dealt with it in-house or had some sort of maybe, you know, interviews and say, you guys do anything fucked up. We need to know now because... Uh, well, I did hear somebody um, on the radio. It might have been uh, Mark Robinson, actually, um, yeah. who said Gil came on and said he knew nothing about this until it broke this yeah. week. And he believes him. But if it comes out that he did know, then Gil's put his own neck on the line. Because if he knew beforehand yeah. and he come out and says that, Anyway. Well, apparently the whole the whole place knew. So, I mean, yeah, by the sounds of it, seems like plausible deniability. They might come out to be not so plausible. Um, well, with my highlight of the week, it's also AFL related and it's also off field. Um, but I went to the game on Saturday with Hawthorne Geelong, yep. and my highlight was the old bloke sitting in front of us. Right. Because um, uh, I was with Dad, and he pointed out to me, you know, when you play video games, especially driving games, yep. and you lean with the, yeah. with the yeah. controller, you have to, yep. you have to, yeah. Every kick. He was leading with a kick. And this He's bloke, guiding it home. Uh, 45 to 50 years old and looks, you know, you, you know what I'm saying. 50 to 60. A uh, few chops short. Yeah. But loves his footy, you know. And he was punching the air when they're kicking goals. He's a Geelong supporter. Oh, my God. Um, 
And I thought, mate, it's the second quarter. You know, <laughs> long way to go before you get that excited. But he was really into it, like absolutely. And I thought, you want it more than I do. Yeah, well, it was quite especially, especially in the second quarter where they had more things to be pissed off about than they needed to have to be cheering about. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to that game. But first off, we'll start with the shit show that was Friday night. Uh, Saints and Essendon are really disappointing. Um, mm. because I was thinking this is going to be an absolute bottler. And yep. I was staying back from work and uh, watching the fans um, come into the ground as I, as I was leaving the, the Docklands office. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Geez, it'd be nice just to slip over. This would be a cracker game. Yep. I was wrong. Well, that's what I thought as well, especially with, I mean, the Saints kind of touched up the Tigers. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah, put, put uh, 80 points on yeah, them. Yeah, at, 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 at Stadium. So I thought this one would be the Saints have got to cement their position for top four contenders because that's what the talk was before um, after they beat the Tigers. And they put on the worst performance I've seen them play this year by, 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 by a long stretch. By far. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their performance was almost as bad as my tipping this week. <laughs> yeah, and to make it worse, Nat Fife has re-signed for, for Frio, <laughs> so he's looking at them. Six years. Yeah, six years and like some heaps of cash. But I feel like, like St. Kilda and North Melbourne... Cash at the moment is like Zimbabwe currency. It's just fucking <laughs> worthless. You can't use it anyway. Yeah, it's no good anyway. You can uh, trillion dollars. Yeah, nah, nah, no deal. I've got a trillion Zimbabwe dollars. Yep, still won't do any good in North Melbourne. Yeah, you can say, I don't think you can get a can of Coke for a trillion, can you? No, no it's not legal tender anymore. But, you know, I just figured you're never going to see that again. No. Yeah. And I can legit say I'm a trillionaire. Um, with uh, Danaher taking an absolute screamer. Becky, yeah. For me, still not mark of the year, but no, no. fuck it, it's up there. But Jeremy Howell's just Jeremy yeah, Howell. Look. Um, and I know one bloke that hopes it's not Mark of the Year, and that's uh, Jakey Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, he's already had Mark of the Year taken on his shoulders once. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure many people have, uh, at the club have reminded him of that. Um, but he's going to he's gonna have a very nervous yeah. wait. Yeah, that's not the right side of the poster that you want to be on. No, especially when you've, you've been there before. Yeah. And, and you know there's going to be your mates that are, it's going to be on footy cards, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, Jakey, can you sign this for yeah. me? Yeah, it's going to be like the, the Michael Bisping getting carried by Dan Henderson yeah, where yeah. everyone, when he's got a signing, someone's kind of wanting that picture signed. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll do it because he's kind of, a, he's a good bloke, but um, it's got to wear on you Bisping. after a while. Yeah. Yeah, Bisping's a top bloke. Yeah. He's a cunt. Uh, no, he's a good bloke. He just puts on a good show. Like, um, like any mank bastard. Even towards the uh, the middle of the second quarter where Saints, they hadn't, they weren't out of it. Um, yeah. But, uh, on the scoreboard. On the they scoreboard, weren't out yeah, of it on yeah. the scoreboard. Yeah. They were in, in the game. Yeah. Um, I thought another highlight of the game was uh, Tipping Woody in the final quarter. Yeah. Um, he got a ton of the ball. Um, didn't affect the, the goals as much as he could have, but yeah. th- the criticism of him has always been, you know, how good's his tank and he floats out of games. Um, but, you know, his second efforts and all that kind of stuff are, are amazing. I thought to show that in a game that's dead and buried, yeah. that he was up and about in the final quarter is just adding to uh, to his repertoire. Yeah, and it, everyone kind of went just a bit warm on him the last few weeks as well, where Essendon, you know, I mean, quite. some good stuff, but he yeah. wasn't doing what uh, made him be that fan favourite from anyone who wasn't the Essendon supporter. But um, it's still showing that he's growing and learning. And, he, I mean, if you think that he's going to be a gun now, then wait until, yeah. you know, these lessons come on board and two years from now, I think he's going to be one of the stars. Mm. Absolutely is. Um, what did you make of Joe Watson having a rest? Ah, oh, love it. Weird. Love it. <laughs> no, the, he's, his heart's not in it. And it hasn't been since the whole saga broke. It's funny because, like, he, it's understandable that he's missed so much football and had so much on his shoulders that he's not going to be the you know superstar that he was in 2012. Yeah. But, you know, all the, the talk around the club is, oh, yeah, he's more invested than he's ever been. And you're like, yeah, well, you're not going to say he couldn't give two shits. Yeah. And he's lost it, but... Uh, other thing is too, you know, as a second generation footy player coming from you know his old man that was a legend of the club, he, his whole life he's been about football, and then yeah. once you get the joy of that taken yeah. away from you, well, why, why don't you brew your first coffee? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and remember, he was shit when he started too, so yeah. he would have lost the appetite or you know the enjoyment, and then he came back, made the most of himself. Yeah. Um, got a Brownlow. Got a Brownlow. Well, he's lost a lot in his career. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Hope and Brownlows. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but this sets up Essendon very nicely, and you know, looking more likely than not to play finals now. Yeah. yeah, but funny from the St Kilda perspective, as you know, pushing on the knocking the door of top four last week after beating the Tigers, smashing yeah. the Tigers, yeah. and doing a little boost mm. their percentage. This week, out of the eight with that loss. Yeah. So all the percentage, all the hard work against the Tigers has been Gone. undone against a team that they really should have demolished. There is no consistent team at the moment except for Sydney, I'd say. And Sydney had a, a shit start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been consistent yeah. in two halves. Their, their season yep. of two halves. Yeah. Um, um, they won the stoppages, though, Saints. Uh, 21 to 17. 
it was funny. Like, yeah, they did, but their ball use around the middle of the ground oh, was yeah, horrible. Horrible. Idiot. They also won turnovers. Yeah, they had yeah. uh, well and truly quite a. Oh, not that many more. I think it was about. Uh, yeah, but but they were costly turnover in the corridor turnovers. Yeah. They um, count as ten. I know that people were saying, you know, did they? Was the memory? Um, um, out he wasn't playing yeah. because he was suspended. Was that really the difference in why they, you know, couldn't affect the scoreboard? Not like, ten goals. Nope. Yeah. No. Everyone thinks Memory's a ten goal player. Then uh, put the cash up for him because yeah. they'll gladly get rid of him. No, no, yeah. no. The ball was the, the game was lost in the middle. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, again, it, as a by was a without a dog in the in the race. Yeah. Um, I was. Really, really disappointing. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, and usually when you look at the scorecard and you see seven goals, fifteen, you think, "Oh, they had a chance. It's going to kick straight." No, no, no. <laughs> they were never ever in this game. Uh, they had a chance to make the margin respectable. That that was bad. Yeah, I but, mean, St Kilda and respect is kind of mutually exclusive at this point. <laughs> in time. Do we still still see them making finals? Who Saints? Yeah, no, not now. Same here. I think they're going to drop out. And they got uh, was it Sydney next week or someone difficult I, next week? I believe they got Sydney next week, um, but I, we'll I think that, that they've got. For the rest of the year, they play all the clubs that are just above yeah. them. So yeah, the if, they do, if they do make finals, they've earned it. Yeah. yeah. Um, on to Saturday, the Cats and the Hawks in another classic. Um, like I said, I, I went to this game and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I watched it on TV. Um, it, it was painful first quarter, I'm going to be honest. The skills were absolutely shocking. For you and Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah. But, but the fact that it remained close, always kept it invested. And there's always that little bit of extra spice in a, a Hawks versus Geelong game. And so, with those teams being quite separate with where they're going, you know, their current well, squads and on the ladder and whatnot. A legit 10 spots on the ladder. Yeah, yeah. It was way more interesting than it probably should have been. Yeah. But Seriously, though. It's fuck, good to, to see that from those guys. You expect that. Fuck Patrick Dangerfield. Oh, like, that's d- ridiculous. Get fucked. Ridiculous. You, you're doing, like, a bit of an ankle injury. And even though, uh, I think it was Kane Corn said he's, he's liable to play it up a fair bit. Yeah. He's a dickhead. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and I mean, let's be honest. When you're doing your game plan... You're going to be pretty danger field centric against uh, Geelong. So yep. you're going to have plans A, B, C, and D yep. about who can switch onto him if he goes to like the wing or the half-back flank runs through. But no way do you think for three quarters you're going to have to have someone just one out with the goal square yep. with him. That's uh, not in your game plan. It was amazing in the post-match press conference too. He said it's just totally different because nobody sets up like that anymore yeah. with, a, with mm-hmm. a bloke that doesn't leave the goal square. Yeah. Um, so the defense is all built around team and everyone linking together. Yeah. And they've just isolated somebody and they went, well... The players, because it's the youngest backline going around. Yeah, mm. they didn't know what to do. Yeah, and he was too good. He was. So, is that uh, a Chris Scott plus one, or is that a just you know fall ass backwards? Into, it's into definitely the... fall ass backwards. Yeah, because he didn't think at the start of the game I should put Paddy Dangerfield on the no, goal no, square. But when he's done the injury, you could think, all right, we put him on ice. We're going to play finals. You know, have you have your seat, mate? Or do you go, oh, fuck it, put him full forward? Well, I don't know how much say he had in it. Yeah, it's actually kind of a good question, though. He fucking wandered on up there. He's like, fuck it. I mean, (laughs) you guys fuck off. If it was me, I would have definitely wrapped him up in cotton wool and said, yeah, you're done for the day. 100%. Yeah, I would not have just put him up forward. Like, even if he was going successful, all right, you've done your part. Let's have a rest. Do you reckon he was, uh, Scotty's a bit of cane corns about him? He's like, well, he's a bit of a soft cunt. Maybe I'll throw him forward and keep him on. He could have been that way. It could have been it was a shin to the, or a knee to the shin, or whatever the fuck injured him. Um, stop being such a little pussy and just go up forward and kick some goals, son. I know that I've done that you before. You should kick 10. Where I've, I've hurt my shin and I've gone, I think I've broken it. And I've gone yeah. off, you know, been carried off and gone, oh, actually, it's all right. And then yeah. you think, shit. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, next week in the first couple of minutes, Dangerfield's going to be like, oh, oh, my leg, my leg. Well, oh, he, I better go forward, boss. <laughs> he, he did a press conference today where he had the moon boot on. He had a head bandage, <laughs> arm in a sling. Um, it, it, it was pretty funny, but it went for about six minutes. I went, oh, you're taking the piss now. Get off. Geelong are outsourcing the injuries. But uh, I reckon there's one person who's more pissed off with it than anybody else besides Kane Corns. Yeah. And that's Tommy Hawkins. Yeah. Because <laughs> a yep. limping um, Paddy Dangerfield is better at your job than you are. Tout him up. Yeah. You've got to say, mate, uh, I found it quite easy. Yeah, and he, I mean, if I was him, I'd be looking for you know a nice little destination you'd like to play with next year. You know, maybe we're good in the Gold Coast. Tommy Hawkins <laughs> up top there. So Get Giabla back in there. Had uh, the cats gone down, Dangerfield's uh, accuracy would have been questioned, which is almost five six. And yet he's not the one that's answering the questions now with uh, Isaac Smith Isaac having Smith another missed it again. Shot yeah. from very similar place. Oh, just a, a big uh, like a uh, uh, mental uh, fuck up. Well, I, I don't know. Um, the, the 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 idea to play on. I mean, it, it's it's there. It, he kicks straight, it's all over, isn't it? But yep. I don't know. He, if 
he's now got that big question mark against his name, and he will yeah. have uh, f- for a long, long, long yeah. time. I mean, well, if, if he's lining up again for the game on the line, every motherfucker's running by him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this is how Charles Barkley got the yips playing golf. <laughs> yep, it just happens once, and then it comes the uh, thing. That's it. Um, uh, Michael Jordan fucked up Muggsy Bogues, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah, he, he goes shoot it, you fucking midget. Yep, and Muggsy Bogues could never shoot a three pointer again. Yep, I thought he was career. fucked. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. It's funny because when I was at the game, I was thinking Paddy Danger was going to decide this game one way or the other. Yeah. Um, yep. And and like we said, eleven shots on goal, um, five goals, six he ended up with. Mm. Um, but don't make any mistake, the delivery to him was exquisite. Yeah. It was so good, and I know that they like to have a go at Motlop, but some of his yeah. kicks to Paddy, like Paddy, obviously did well to get in the right spots, but yep. the ball was absolute lace out for Do him. Do you reckon this unbelievably um, well? This kick it low to a forward who's in front of his man will take off. Yeah, it, it was so good. Yeah. But it wasn't just that. It was that a couple of times, but it was it, when he was one out, it was yeah. if he had the back position, it was over the back. Well, that's yeah. the thing is that... It he, was beautiful. Is that they could see which side he was on and he, he's not mobile, so you're not going to be able to kick him to where you want to lead him to. Yeah. It's got to be his side of, of where he's already manning up. It's almost like... Um, like a center who posts up in the low block where you, you'll yep. block them off and they're not going anywhere. You just put it in that little slot yeah. and they're going to be able to hold the other person off to be able to get the ball and do what they want with it. Yep. And that's what they did to Patty. And yep. it worked to a T. It do was you, so good. Do you reckon if they do get uh, junior next year that uh, old Danger goes, all right, lads, I'm just going to fuck off up forward? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You Why guys would do you? your thing. Yep. Um, you'd be crazy not to. If you get his lace out, he'll get a brand out. Yeah. Like yeah. Brand to the left. Well, the options that'll give him is just going to be scary for the other teams yeah. um, it's almost the fairy tale too with Hodge kicking a goal from 45 on the opposite foot yeah. with 12 seconds left I mean yeah. it's not bad but uh, I mean also Hodge he announced his retirement this week was it last week yeah last week yeah and all of a sudden um, Ryan Burton's has signed until 2020 yeah do you reckon they've gone, all right, Hodges out now. We'll give you the captaincy next year if you sign on until 2020. <laughs> not, maybe not next year, but I tell you what, at, when it comes to his next table? contract. So you don't start expecting that because you find yourself playing at Melbourne. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But he has had a, a stellar season. He's been one of those standouts for him. Yeah. Who do you reckon they'll uh, give the nod to? For? Captaincy. Uh, Jared Ruffhead? Yeah. He is captain at the minute. So. Do you think he plays next year, though? I think he got to. I don't think you can have him as captain for one year. Yep. Um, and I, I believe he's still contracted. Uh, maybe, maybe not. He hasn't been awesome. No, no. Yeah, ha- this was his best game for the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they found the place for him, which is on the wing. Yeah. Because um, uh, one of the few people to get an unfair freaky off Joel Selwood too. I tell you what, you, you, write, resume. you write that down in your diary, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, actually, there was a little bit because I, I, was, I was at the game, so I didn't hear the commentary of, around Dangerfield, and I yeah. didn't read the online comments. There's a fair bit about the umpiring, and I thought oh, they got the rub of the green, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't get too. Well, upset. I mean, there's two teams that love complaining about umpiring. Let's be honest. So well, there's, there's 18, always no radio for that. Hey, there's 18 teams that like complaining. about Well, umpiring. there's there's 16 other teams that like complaining about these two teams uh, umpiring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, and what was... Uh, oh God, there was one more thing. Um, no, it's gone now. Doesn't Mitchell matter. with 43 possessions. And two goals. Yeah. yeah. At 17 yeah. in the first quarter. And probably only gets two votes. Yeah. Now, but do you think he's captain material? Because he's got the fucking stats. Um, he's, he's got the stats, he's got the ball. But He's only a younger lad. Yeah. He's 23, somewhere around that, shit, that mark. Holy shit. Look, it'll be him. Um, I don't think... Like, you, you can't put Isaac Smith as captain. No. He's, he's the vice <laughs> not captain. With, not yeah. with his clutch. No. Um, and Liam so, Shields is one that's been touted for a while, but I, I don't quite see him. He's not an elite. No. He's not an A grader. And that's been Hawks' problem this year. But, I, I, yep. you know, it's those mid guys that haven't taken over the roles of Hodge, Lewis, and yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. But, I mean, they're big fucking names, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it's been a great year for Hawks. I've really been happy with this year because we've had, you know, Injuries yeah. which have allowed Caden Brand, um, Heatherly has played yeah. in the last three weeks, yeah. and of course Ryan Burton. And also uh, Clarkson's re-signed again, hasn't he? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. It's, it's really funny. Happened. Every year it comes up that, oh, we try and poach Clarkson over to yeah. Hollywood. He gets everything he wants at Hawthorne. Yeah. He goes, yeah. I think we need to go over to uh, Harvard. Okay, yeah. here's your tickets. Off Here you go. go. Who, who, who do you want to go with you? Him, him, and him? Yeah. Uh, off you go. <laughs> he does whatever he wants, and yeah. the, he gives back everything they want. Yeah. He's, he's going nowhere. And he's realised he can fail and still get more. Yeah. But I think... Well, he'll have a job no matter where he... Like, if he's not at Hawthorne, he'll get a job. Oh, he'll be, he'll and Hawthorne get, know that. He'll yeah. have 10 offers the next morning. And, and his only competition are his Padawans. Yeah. Mm. Well, he, he's covering uh, a third of the league at the minute. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, the other thing with it is, um, I think his last contract at Hawthorne, he didn't even sign it. 
Just a handshake deal? Way to go? Like they gave him one. He went, yeah, that's good. That's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he came to his renewal and he goes, I didn't sign the last one, did I? And they went, no, he didn't, but he kept coaching. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never even signed it. He didn't even bother. Well, he's anyway. going, well, he's, oh, he's going to have two long service leagues by now, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he's, uh, I think he breaks the record for this weekend for Hawthorne. Right. Uh, as coach. He takes over from uh, Kennedy Senior. Yep. Um, which is 300 games, I think. So. Wow. That's a... How many games did he play? He only played 100. Well, yeah, that's that's more than much. I expected, yeah. That's no, still a fair crack. It was 100 across, across two clubs. Uh, Melbourne and North. Yeah, yeah. Still 100, you know, that's like a minimum like four or five seasons. So, yeah, well, you know, that's still a fair crack. It's enough I'd, for Father Son. Yeah, I think yeah. it was more yeah. eight seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a few suspensions and injuries in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a few, uh, you know, not quite there. Um, but, I mean, for Hawthorne, the last month they played the top three sides for a win, a loss, and a draw. Yeah. You're pretty happy with that. Can't complain with that, unless uh, you're a Hawthorne supporter, in which case they do. And I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not complaining at all. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy. I think this has been a good year for us. You're a bit more reasonable, though. Yeah, but you've been a Hawthorne supporter for a while. Just think of all the people that started in 2008 and are just now bitterly disappointed. Well, yeah. if they started in 2008, they've seen four flags. They're doing all right. <laughs> That's what I mean. They're expecting that every I, year. I feel sorry for the blokes that started in 2015. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, this is great. Oh, oh. other teams can win Um, and I'm padding out this game because the next one's Port and North and I don't know if we want to talk much about that one it's what I expect to be honest Um, I think North were lucky that all eyes were on Geelong and Hawthorne and 70,000 there too by the way that's not a bad effort problem North had was uh, Tarrant injured straight up Goldstein played like shit and got dished up by Paddy Ryder Uh, the only two blokes I think did well were Cunnington uh, he's just a fucking terrier he's had a good year and look there's nothing fancy about him He's a, a fucking bulldog. That's that's yeah. all there is to it. Um, oh, go to going to Western Bulldogs next year. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know if he'll win the best and fairest, but he'd give it a shake. Oh, I think Tarrant's got that sewn up. Yeah, well, well if Tarrant plays. Yeah, yeah but I thought um, Brown presented well. Brown's uh, a nice third in the yeah, common at the nice moment. Grab. Equal third. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, he'll be getting. You think that's about all they've got to play for at the moment? That and the streak against Melbourne are the only two highlights left <laughs> for the season. Where's the streak out at the minute? Is it sixteen or so? Uh I think it's 11 years so I think it's about 16, 17 games yeah I knew it was something like that it's the longest uh, current one active one yeah but um, I, I dare say they're just going to be giving Brown as many shots at goal as he wants you may as well fuck yeah. it why not give, give someone some silverware um, but yeah apart from that Mitch Hibbard uh, out for the season and so is Ben Jacobs uh, hasn't had a kick in anger all season long and won't looks like he's had a foot up again and uh, he'll be out until 2018 so our injury list is actually longer than our current playing list. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of self-inflicted, though, since you sacked half the people that are actually <laughs> eligible to play before the season. I was going to say, Drew <laughs> We'll P- figure that out later on. Who would have thought Drew Peachy would be running around still? <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. he had a fair time off with a fractured head. Yeah, he did, he did. Yeah. But he's had, he's had an all right game. Tell you what, the big loser is Robbie Nahas. <laughs> <laughs> I bet when Boomer got sacked, Nahas thought, oh, I'm back here. I mean, back here. <laughs> um, but Porter just chugging along nicely. Porter's good. In the top four now as well with a massive percentage. Yeah. They've got, uh, I think they're 136 and above and below uh, just tethering on one tens uh, ten, one teens and I, I don't think they've got a tough run in from here either um, yeah so top four just about sewn up for them well, yep. at their best they've got winners in every line yeah yeah yeah. like uh, it's going to be it's hard to pick an all Australian side but Paddy Ryder's in the conversation for a ruck well I think he ended this game on ice didn't he so it's mm. going to be interesting to see how he goes yeah um, uh, it's probably just from overuse yeah could be like, too like uh, spent so much time with the damn ball but, um, I mean, if not him, I've, I'm struggling to think of who you put forward. Because well, a lot of Ruckman have out. put their hands up for a while. I'll tell you what, who's sneaky for it? Ben McAvoy. Um, yeah. He's currently, I know yeah, uh, nah. player ratings don't mean everything. Yeah. But he's the number one Ruckman in the current player ratings. You sure? Is he really? 100%. Wow. Yeah. I was on, looking at today and Goldstein had it. Uh, he's in Team of the Year. Uh, team of the Both of those guys are fucking useless. Yeah, I know. Goldstein hasn't had a good season, but stats-wise. Oh, uh, Okay, you might be looking at a different one that takes in the last two years. Oh, maybe it was. It was the the points thing that yeah. they do on AFL.com. Um, no, this is the... Player uh, ratings. Player ratings uh, team of the year. So it's a rolling team of the year. Right. Um, and uh, McAvoy just overtook Paddy Ryder. Uh, right. I don't think he makes it, but because he, he hasn't had an outstanding season. He's just been consistent. Yeah, and I almost thought Grundy was still ahead just on how many points he got in the back pocket. Yeah, yeah. From you, you what he was doing before that. I'm looking at it now and... AFL app and Goldstein sitting 12th. All right, do I have to show you again? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You don't trust AFL statisticians. Go to Reddit. It's like Atlas Ryan. <laughs> it's, uh... 
<coughs> Where is McAvoy? Max Gorn's there at 19 at 5.07. And he's played like three games or something like that. Team um, of the year, round 17, Ben McAvoy, roughly. That's just round 17 though, yeah? Team of the year, as at round 17. Yeah. Right. So how's that determined? All right, so I just told you how it's determined. <laughs> Team of the year at round 17. That one you're looking at is a rolling, it's like two, it's the last 40 games you play. And like the ones two years ago uh, worth 50%. It's a long, convoluted. It's a weird ass way of organizing everything. Yeah, but it's the way they do it. They have a big algorithm. But yeah, this other one, like I said, they just do it start of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chairman Data have justified their paycheck, you know, somehow. And I'm sure it's a very big fucking paycheck, yeah, too. Yeah, fucking nice. Um, but uh, anyway, I'll do this game. I think uh, Port Adelaide is traveling very nicely. Um, the fact that, you know, they still haven't needed to put Robbie Gray in the center full yeah. time just, just says how good they're going. And the worst thing is, is that I know that we never get anything right on our preseason predictions, but I was really hoping that I'd be right this one with Port. We're going to go shit. Yeah, turns out I'm wrong again. Ah, well. Yeah. No, every time I've jumped on them, they've played shit. So, yeah, they kicked very straight this game too, maybe which is unusual. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. I've never jumped on them and they always go well. So maybe <laughs> next season I'll like really get the, get the wind off them. And, uh, yeah. All right, on to uh, Suns and Collingwood. And Collingwood put in a, a very good effort um, yep. in this one. I was following this yeah, one around. fucking ruined me. If they'd have lost <laughs> this, my prediction would have been correct and Buckley would have been sacked at round 17, sure. I reckon. Um, actually, I did really well. I thought the tipping was easy this week. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been going shocking, so easy is probably a relative term. Um I thought that uh, Collingwood just, it was just an all round effort. Um, yeah. They're going to find a four quarter effort against a yeah. team that doesn't play four quarters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very much. And uh, when it absolutely bucketed down in the in the start of the second quarter, yeah. I think, you went, okay, Gold Coast don't play well on the wet. Yeah. But, I mean, they kept them honest for the game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what you'd hope for. Well, obviously, you'd hope that they'd, they would beat Collingwood because Collingwood is still in that, you know, that situation where they don't have that much confidence. So, you can't really sort of dominate them in a game not by being better but just by yeah. being more, more, more pressure so I felt like Gold Coast did a, a very good effort um, played well uh, just didn't, didn't come out from the end um, I think that uh, if Buckley you know he said last year if I don't make finals I'm in trouble I'm yeah. 100% convinced he's going to resign yeah, yeah, at the end of the year because yeah. now Pendles is on ice Yeah, for, for the season don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Got no chance of crawling up from where are they 14th or, yeah. or something yeah um, with with Pendlebury on the sidelines, and I mean, it's it's not like they really they need Pendlebury, but they've got that much of midfield that it's almost better around the field, like picking up holes. It, it, what they yeah, do, he's the thinker. Yeah, so now they can't plug those holes that they've obviously had yeah. for a fair while, and he's been one of those people that yeah, it's, it's obviously made them not look as bad as they actually are. Yeah, so that's going to really really hurt. I think not in the midfield, but around the ground. Yeah, he's he's by far the smartest footballer there. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know what their run home again yeah. is like, but um, well, it's playing, hard, hard to know who they're playing. Let's well, be they're not playing Brisbane six weeks yeah. in a row, so it's going to make it difficult for them. But I found one thing funny in this game, well, interesting, was the halftime entertainment. Mario Kart? Mario Kart on the yeah. big screen. And all I could think of was that seeing the footage of the new screen in Perth, where yeah. that's fucking massive. It doesn't look massive, yeah. Um, I've, like, obviously, going to the football, from all accounts, is really fucking expensive in Perth. In the off-season, they should host, like, the... Um, oh, the e-tournaments? The e-tournaments, yeah. yeah gonna... Have them on the high, big full screens. Yeah. And you can put it straight on the map for, like, Nerd Central. Yeah, yeah, no, it's set up to do that. They've got um, the coach's box as well hooked into it. Really? So you can control from there even, so you can have the refs up there. Nice. Um, the new Perth Stadium is fucking ridiculous. The amount of tech in that thing. Mm. Well, so it should be. I mean, you, yeah. don't, you don't build a new stadium to have it, yeah. you know. Oh, I, I mate, th- you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, I hope they offset that new income with decreasing the tickets and how much it is impossible to get a seat at Perth Stadium for, yeah, well, for the Frio and, and, and West Coast fans. It's a five or six year waiting list for West Coast. Yeah, membership which is fucking like. rid- ridiculous to get a seat. Like Even general mission is impossible and it's cost you like 40, 50 bucks. Speaking of which, there was uh, something on Reddit again uh, a week or so ago. Uh, some of the major sporting teams in America, and I think it was a Cleveland team, but not the Cavaliers. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, they changed their prices for food and drink at the ground right. and made it like cheap. Yeah. You know, two bucks for a hot dog and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden, their sales have gone through the roof and the profits. And they <laughs> thought, everyone's gone, wow, who would have thought? Yeah. There are more people with less money <laughs> yeah. than less people with more money. Yep. And uh, yeah, Genius, huh? hopefully yeah. it follows through. But anyway, um, this yeah, leaves... Forget the chicken salt. Yeah. <laughs> 
this leaves the Suns in a precarious <laughs> position. Yeah, do you think Rocket's already phoning it in? Yeah, definitely. Like they're in trouble just across the board. I don't know what the fix is to be honest. Yeah. I have well, no idea. It, it's a new coach. Yeah, it's Deanie Solomon. <laughs> um, I don't think he wants. Yeah, it. could I, be a move to like I don't know Diamond Beach or something. The I, Diamond Beach Suns. I did hear during the week that um, Rocket doesn't even live on the Gold Coast. Doesn't he? No, he just flies up Thursdays. Are you serious. That's, yeah, that, yeah. that is the, that's actually phoning it in. <laughs> Quite. Yep. Very <laughs> much this week. Apparently, just he goes up on the weekends. And well, then, uh, that, that's a problem. That's an issue. Like, if your coach can't subscribe to your culture... No, you know what? That's not Rocket Eats' fault. That's whoever is hired him. Yeah, exactly. Because he yeah. said, I'm going to coach out of Melbourne. Yeah. No. Ridiculous idea. Ridiculous. No. When you need people to stay in that t- that town and you can't get the coach to live there, then, yeah, you got issues. They've had all the things about culture problems yeah. and, you know, when they came in, you know, we're going to make finals this year and then, oh, no, we're not. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyways. Um, on to what was uh, touted as match of the round, and I reckon nearly d- uh, returned that, uh, the Swans and the Giants. I tell you what, everything's falling in place for the Swans, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, they've had uh, Richmond give them a win at the yep. MCG. Oh, no, Swans played well, but Richmond gave up a six-goal to nothing yeah. lead. Essendon did everything to give them a win. Oh, yeah. I don't care what you say, Essendon gave them that win. Yeah. They play Gold Coast and Ablett pulls out pre-match. Yep. They play GWS and Jeremy Cameron pulls out pre-match. Yep. And, and it's a close game in which, like, goal kicking, especially straight goal kicking, yeah. could have made the difference. Oh, Jeremy Cameron makes a difference. He was, I think, uh, top three in the Coleman before the start of the game. Yep. I reckon Mick Gatto's got a sneaky 50 on um, Sydney at 60-1 to one when they were at 0-6. and six. When they were at 0-6. Yeah. Would not surprise me at all. I want Jackie King in here. He's got questions to answer. <laughs> yeah, someone owes him money. Um, but I mean, and uh, it's it's amazing that Buddy kicks a goal from the boundary line from fifty five, and it might be the second best bomb of the week. But we'll get to the other one. But um, brilliant commentary, actually. I, I love it when the commentators are behind that. Yeah. So you know, he's got to just—I think it was Dermy actually—just uh, shave the inside of the near post, and the ball's just following it, and you can see it. This is going to come back, yep. and it just goes inside that. And goes, He's just too good. He's ridiculous. He's just an absolute from freak. distance. From yeah. distance, he's got to be like him and Tex are the best. Yeah, but, um, and, but he's better getting his own ball though. Uh, you're right. Him and Tex are the best, but it's it's amazing that they're the best too, and he is that far ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's his his tenth year in the AFL or something? Yeah, and I, I think he's he's still at his peak. How yeah. many years has he got left on his contract? Yeah. This is year one, two, three. This is year four. So it's right, so only six more. In the so back he's pocket. literally halfway through his contract. Wow, he, is that right? He might see it out, which is uh, you know. But, Still a fair way to go. No, I mean, no this is year four, so next year will be halfway. Let's be yeah. honest. What else is going to do? Who <laughs> we've seen his contract out, contract out, fighting tooth and nail. <laughs> he might be in the Neeful or wherever the Swans reserves play. Neeful, yeah. Neeful, yeah. Actually, watching a, a Neeful highlight uh, earlier today. I yeah. did too. Young, yes, young Isaac Cummings from North Broken Hill Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. absolute beautiful rundown. Bloke had a bit of toe going. Uh, uh, I thought it was the four fifty. Yeah. And he just ran him down and dived for the tackle. That's what you fucking tackle, love yeah. to see. Um, it was Tipping Woody-esque. It was uh, Giants versus Swans in the Neefle as well, which I think they do as a curtain raiser. Oh, nice. Um, and it was beautiful ball movement from the back pocket all the yeah. way. What Blokes running to 40, yeah. 40 out and nah. It would have been the end-to-end highlight of the, of the round, yeah. for sure. So what do you think of Shane Mumford's sort of downturn in form? And it's not just in the tap-outs, but it's around the ground. Yeah. He's usually been intimidating and people being scared of him. He's been able to impose his will around the ground, but it's not there anymore. He had a right game. Like, um, still managed to get a couple of boots and... Yeah, around the ground. Yeah, I mean, he I had think, four kicks. I think he's he had probably... four kicks. He's probably carrying some sort of injury. Um, I, I think father time. Yeah. Uh, that's all I think. He's, he's, still, he's still earning his spot without yeah. him. You still have him out there. You just you can't expect him to be as dominant as he has been previous years. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact he's got nine tackles, that's worth 100 tackles. Because <laughs> uh, they're 10 times a normal person's tackle. Yeah, that's true. But usually he's, they're, he's they're more scared tackle. of actually getting into a tackle with him. But yeah. it seems like he's a bit more, I don't know, just uh, inhibited by some injuries. Or He's not the best ruckman in the league anymore. Yeah. That, he's probably afraid right. he's yeah. killed some cunt. I mean, he's still about Jonathan Giles, but... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was going to say barely, but no. <laughs> can't even stretch it that far. Um, and on to Melbourne and the Crows up in... Was this in Darwin or Alice? I think it was in Darwin. Uh no, I think it was... A, oh, it could be Either one. It was up in the Northern Territory. I think it was Alice. All I want to talk T-O, about the fuck that is. is Jaden Hunt's talk. Oh, he's talking, yeah. And you've got to watch it. Again, I'm going to give the commentary everything. It was uh, Luke Darcy, actually. And they're yeah. talking about, oh, he's got a Malcolm Blight, this, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, have a shot. Why don't you, son? And woof. Off the boot. You knew straight away. Hey, beautiful camera position right behind yeah. it. You see it when it goes double goalpost height. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, this is good. Yeah. And then I reckon everybody's going, please go in. Please go yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a great spiral? 
but it's still no. six points. It wasn't. It wasn't perfect, was yeah. it? But we haven't seen one like that since Dustin Fletcher. No. But the other thing in this game was um, Bernie Vince getting in a bit of trouble for a yeah. high a high tackle. Did you see the incident? Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Um, but, well, like I thought that. Well, it's hard to look at these, especially when they show slow motion replays. Because we always teach, or not we, I haven't taught anyone shit, but the coaches <laughs> always teach people that you have to go hard on the ball. You can't like pull up, you can't yep. stop. And umpires will have that narrative where if you go hard on the ball and your eyes for the ball, then you, you, you know, you're going to be at right away or you're going to deal with failure or whatever the fucking bullshit they're saying. Yeah. But it seemed like in this in this instant, he made that decision to go hard for the ball and thought he was going to get there first, realized the last second that he was not going to get there first yep. and tried to mitigate the damage going to be caused. Yeah. But it looks bad. Yeah. But I feel like there's no other course of action if they say that you have to be hard on the ball, you have to try and get there first. How do you avoid that when the last second you realise you're not going to get there first? I, I haven't seen I the incident, but I'm still going to blame Bernie Vince. Yeah, but I, I feel like he's always been like hard. But this one, yeah. I feel like he tried to stop and not actually make that contact. But you're already committed at that point. And you have to be committed. I'm with you. And he still gets suspended yeah, for yeah. it. Because that's, that's the way that's the, the rules. rules Yeah. So I feel like... Um, it's, it's unlucky. It's, yeah. it's not... It's not without blame, but you say, okay, I see what you tried, champ. Yeah. It just didn't work out. But, but I feel like you discourage people from going hard on the ball. Then when they, they don't do it and they stop and they prop, then they get fucking yeah. slammed from uh, fans and coaches alike. Actually, there's quite a few fines when you talk about MRP this week. There are a lot. did remind me, one I wanted to mention was uh, at the Hawthorne game where Joel Selwood has done it again. Yeah. Um, there's a little pack and he's given a little sly elbow to the bloke tagging him on yep. the bottom of the pack. And then as soon as the players are going to remonstrate, he's throwing the arms out. Oh, look, look what they're doing. Yeah. Remember he did it again against West Coast. Yeah. When yep. uh, he was the one that instigating it. He's doing it quite a yep. few times now. But anyway, back to this game. Um, Crows were always going to win. Uh, Melbourne got too many outs. So I yeah. think their season's done. Yeah. The problem is, like, Selwood, I, I don't think he's really going to be getting much mileage out of that. Because all he gets is one punch in the head. And he's going to bleed <laughs> fucking all everywhere. Yeah. And probably get another concussion. Well, he gets plenty of head-eye free kicks, but anyway. Well, speaking of concussions, we had Rory Sloan, who got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> knocked out. I had no yeah, idea where he was. to grapple all, the All trainers. fair, too, yeah. Just refused to go off until ever came over. And I mean, when was being knocked out, you understand that your wits aren't there. and you got no idea what's going on. You're operating on your, your reserve system of functioning. Yeah. It's the emergency system, which uh, some of the things been hard-coded have been training footy for your entire life is that you always get up and you always try and not yep. show you they yeah. hurt. Uh, yeah, he was operating on a, a very low intellect. <laughs> so is, when, you, when you get up, and you're like, where is that bastard? It's like, he ran off five minutes ago. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. fucking gone. He, he's right. trying to fight the medical staff. No, he, he didn't even know he'd been hit. Yeah. He had no clue what was going on. Um, yeah. And I like how the, everyone's going, oh, you know, they've done the right thing taking him off. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, yeah, he's got a broken arm, but we thought we'd put him back out there, see if he can punch left hand. <laughs> yeah. it, it did take Tex and Eddie to go over there and say, mate, you're off. Grab, you grab some pine. Yeah. yeah. And you should be done for next week too, to be honest. If you, yeah, if you're showing like that, um, now some people say, yeah, but you're not a doctor, you didn't examine them, but yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, like again, going back to fighting, it's a different sport, but they get Mate, sixty day suspensions. This is the internet; it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or not. Give medical advice; it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think he's done his knee. Uh, um, <laughs> Ten weeks. What What is going to hurt them though is they play Geelong this week. So they do. But the thing is, if you're Geelong, you are testing the fuck out of Rory uh, out of his head. Yeah, yeah. we've just been talking about how um, young Selwood doesn't mind a bit of niggle. I'm sure he'll go. For it. Well, you definitely get the other Selwood to do it because <laughs> the Joel was too expensive. But I don't know if Dangerfield as well. That's going to you know, obviously make it more interesting. Somehow, I think Danger's still going to play. Yeah, I think he might. Um, On to Sunday, and the Tigers got it done <laughs> against the Lions. I tell you what, the Lions did everything to make this interesting. Yeah, and uh, you got to give it to Young. Uh, was it Roberts Robinson? Uh, the one who was on Dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Robertson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolute cunt, but I still like him for it. Yeah, look, and then everything you, he did was illegal. Every team needs that player. <laughs> yep. Every team needs that player, and it's up to the the people not get sucked into it. And like, obviously, the incident there wasn't much in it, but just the yeah. action looked bad. Oh, the headbutt you're talking about? No, I'm talking about like the little dusty little punch from oh, behind. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, that was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing in that, but it looked bad on on TV. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did try and cane Dusty for it. But he got two and a half plus one thousand. Like uh, he got fined twice in the one game. Yeah, but I feel like that's still negotiable. I feel like as soon as they put that out there, like this is what we're offering you, and I'm pretty sure he's got a pretty strong negotiating team. I reckon they come back with a counter offer. I thought if you got three fines, it's a suspension. It is. He's got two. Yeah, I thought he had two, one earlier. Two, two, nah. two in one. That was Cochin, and I think you, you stitched up Cochin and gave him an extra one last week. So. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Bit to see if they can get the money out of him for that one. Or um, if, uh... But uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Robinson. Um, he's he's had a year of niggles because he, he gave it to Buddy when Buddy was dishing him up too. Yeah, that's who it was. Um, the only and the headbutt. I mean, it was soft, but it's a headbutt. So yeah. you know you're going to wear a game for you that. Do. 
But to, to me, the worst one was the big uh, the knee when he was behind Dusty. He just ran up and went whack right uh, knee into uh, into the hammies. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was right. It was in the centre bounce. Yeah, uh, it was. Because they're the ones that fucking annoy you the most yeah. too. <laughs> but I mean, you know, this and you know, Sam Mitchell has been. Um, fine for knees before but at yeah. least they were you know turn around shit someone's there yeah and you go okay you're trying to defend yourself nah this was walking up behind <laughs> whack it was just a big fuck you yeah. and I hope I don't get caught for it <laughs> but I feel like Brisbane they stuck it out to the end in this game which I thought was yeah. much to their credit and they could take a lot away from this game the talent's there yeah and I think the last quarter there was like 13 goals if uh, my memory serves me correctly that were kicked and I think um, it was six of those were from Brisbane so that's a strong effort in the last quarter when it looks like it's all going against you. Spot on there was. The six goals to Brisbane, seven to R- Richmond. Yeah, which is a good return for a game that really didn't have a lot lot of fizzle in it or a uh, lot going on. And you wouldn't have thought so going in. Yeah, and so just with that sort of effort in the last quarter, all you need is like some mistakes or Richmond to be be lax or you know put the yeah. cue in the rack and you're all of a sudden back in it. And so I, I feel like there are a lot of good things that Brisbane can take out of that game. 100% there were. Um, they also got uh, another rising star nod um, to Witherden. I think it is right. his name, who I wouldn't have known before this week. But no. um, yeah, they've really shown something um, this year, I thought. And, you know, they're young lads that are all re-signing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, the, the story was all about Dusty. Um, he had a big day out. Yeah. I think they're going to be smart with the re-signings of the young people, like trying to get them on board and putting forward a realistic plan for what they're well, doing, which is going to be like a GRS-style plan where you've got yeah. young kids and you say, just stick around. It's going to be shit for the first two or three years. But after that, our plan should come into fruition yeah. and that's where you're going to pay dividends. Um, they have to. Yeah, and uh, Lewis Taylor looked like he's come back to his best as well. Yeah, yeah. Was that his first game back? Was that? No, no, he's been back for, for a, a few weeks, yeah. yeah. But um, he won the Rising Star ahead of Bontepelli um, back in the day. Yeah. Um, but now he's looking like he's really, like, at the minute, he's playing better than Bontepelli. Although Bont yeah. had, a good, had a good Sunday as well. Yeah. But, mm. um, great. Zorko was fucking quiet. By his standards, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they had to put time into him. Yeah. Well, Boney's, like, 11 touches. That's. Yeah. He, he's averaging about 30-odd, I think. Yeah, close to it. Um, he's been dominating. Um, so, uh, who did they send to him? Uh, was it... Um, was it Castagna? Uh, I don't think it was Castagna. Another young fella. Fuck, I can't remember his name on the top yeah. of my head. Um, anyway. Anyway. That they experimented well on him. And yeah. I, they experimented with young people as well, which I liked. Yeah. Because um, we don't need to tie up a star against Brisbane, obviously, with not their best a, player. But not in a Cardinal Pell way. There's, <laughs> there's still a way to be able to, you know, blood young players and have them real game experience on people that matter. You know what I mean? Because obviously, Zorko's a top class player. He's in the top tier of the AFL. Yeah. But in a team which can't really have a winning percentage, it's all right to be able to blood young players against them and give them exposure to top tier yeah. talent and just see how they do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, you got nothing to lose, really, yeah. when you do that. So yeah. it's good to see. Um, on to uh, Carlton and the Bulldogs. Scrappy affair. The Bulldogs got through. And I think it's going to be a, a rough run home for Carlton without Cripps. Without Cripps. That's, yeah. that's their season. Day. Yeah, this is their first year, uh, first game without him, rather. Yeah. Um, and he's finished with the year. Um, big Levi. I mean, they, they tried to come back in the end. Um, but Levi you know, hit the post from 15 metres out. And I think he had a first game and run up and tell him about it, too, in, uh, in Young. Yeah. Um, so... The shit thing about that is you can't say anything back. Well, the thing is, you've he, done it. Off the, I mean, he, was, he was pretty stoked, man, because hitting the post is close he's got a long time. <laughs> so he was like, that's a good effort, yeah. And then it's giving shit. He's like, ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm shit. Um, I, the Bulldogs, you, you still give him a sneaky chance, though, don't you? You have to. You have to. You can't. You can't that not. memory of last year is still there. Yeah, and there's still those rumours going around that all their problems are off-field, not really yeah. on-field. So it's about disciplining your players and getting them to subscribe to the culture, but also having to have a winning percentage yeah. so you can play finals. And you've got to give it to Bevo. Like, he's not afraid to drop them. Yeah. And he has. Yep. yep. He's done very well. Yeah, and um, I mean, obviously, Cloak's out, so that's huge. Um, mm. Obviously, struggling to find some avenues up forward. Bevo's probably just trying to manage the bonuses. <laughs> he could Make be. Make sure the wages are kept under control. <laughs> something uh, Bulldogs never thought they would have had an issue <laughs> um, and JJ had a good game too which is uh, great. Yeah. you know he, he's signed on um, and uh, looks like he's put all that behind him and he needs to string a couple of good games together yep. young, uh, young Petset's still looking good though Petset yeah I don't know Petrovsky Seaton's just so long and doesn't really he doesn't look like a Petrovsky he doesn't look like a double barreled name <laughs> no uh, I, I know exactly what you're thinking but uh, he doesn't look like he plays for Melbourne no, or went or to Sydney, went to Weatherman, Geelong, Great Yeah, well, maybe he did. I don't know. I haven't looked that. No, right. I, and I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pet set go. Seems <laughs> like. Uh... All right, I knew you were working towards something. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we got there. 
sometimes it's not the destination it's the journey <laughs> I said, the, the setup was there but holy shit you pulled the trigger early <laughs> uh, all right, I'm, I'm a married man got no fucking time <laughs> on to the, uh, the last derby at Subiaco Oval and it's a real shame again really because the Dockers inaccuracy and wasted ball use yeah. um, especially the ball use around the ground yep. shit headedness it really robbed this game of a proper yeah, yeah. a bit of interest in there the the best thing I like is that uh, the top headline of the game is Lion pleased with unyielding Frio. Mate, get fucked. There's nothing about that game to be pleased about. No. Um, yeah, he, he's put the cue in the rack for the year. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I still find it funny that every press conference he either gets asked or mentions Harley Benel. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a, a par for his season this year was restarting Fife, let's be honest. So yeah. And he's, he's just achieved con- that. He's so. already got contracts in the, in the bag. He's got a couple of years left, so he's, he's just sitting pretty. He's got five there to drag him down for the rest of his career. Has Sandlin's yeah. re-signed? I'm not. I don't 100%. think they might not even want him to resign. Just, He's in they trouble. just pay him in ribs. No, no. I got a, he did. He did resign, and then he got injured like the week after or two weeks after. Yeah. Um, and I think they're, they're very happy with his Darcy, isn't it? Hodor, mm. um, the the new ruckman. Yeah. I think they're happy that he's coming into his own, just as Sandlin's going to be gently yeah. shoveled off into the night. Um, on the other side of the ledger, See, though... You want to post him a letter and tell him that. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in the same fucking <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, there'll be the person that's to read it to him. fee five fum You're out, fucker. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, on the other side of the ledger, though, West Coast, I'd be very happy that Josh Kennedy's finally come back. Yeah. Um, he's kicked three goals, and the Coleman hasn't got out of his reach, despite being on the sidelines for the best part of a month. Which is scary. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at it, but I see their their run home because if it's is that home, if they've got a lot about, of games. Then yeah. I think that he's looking pretty decent for that that Coleman. He's still within a shot, um, but you know, so is Buddy, and, and so is Danaher. Yeah, Buddy's always in there. I think Danaher is always going to be tough to get over the line across Buddy and, and Kennedy. But yeah. I mean, because you require the rest of the team to be going uh, playing above what you'd expect from the new plan in order for him to get the ball. Well, I'd say Danaher is a bit too hit and miss. He has some great games and bad games, but this season every motherfucker's yeah. been like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck knows. But I've never been a supporter of Danaher, really, but he has been improving every single game of the season. Yep. I feel like he's really hitting his straps. Since the like, season, I thought he was just a flashy yeah. mark and a shit kick. And it's not just marks and kicking, all right. it's all around the goal, all around the ground, what he's doing and how he fits into that structure. Yeah. Uh, right. It seems like he's a slow learner, but he's getting there. He's athletic as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Jack Darling had a good game as well, I thought. Um, he took some really nice marks. Thought um, he had retired. <laughs> Jack Darling? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's one of those lads, he's younger than you think. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's just. Like again, he's one of those guys who's got that reputation of choking in the big games. So, yep. hopefully, if, if West Coast play finals, he's the one that's got to, you know, sort of atone for previous sins. Mm. Um, but uh, anyway, that's the last uh, of the derbies over at uh, Subiaco, and they'll be in the new stadium next year. All right, let's have a quick look at next week, and we start off with the blockbuster first versus second Friday night Adelaide Oval, Adelaide and Geelong. This one's going to be one at the selection table, maybe. Yeah, I think so, and. Uh, they won't have the element of surprise now with no. them definitely having a game plan for Danger being one out in the goal well, square I think Talia can, can match Danger yeah, mm. do they have so. a plan for Danger one out in the in the back goal square <laughs> <laughs> the element of surprise there um, I, I think Danger is more likely to play than Sloan and I think that's the reason I'll pick Geelong I would hope so but I would hope they both don't play to be honest I'm on Adelaide just because it's Adelaide Oval I think uh, I'm still not completely sold on Geelong yet they could be number one at the end of this round yeah See, I feel like Geelong, uh, it's their mid-tier players are hitting their straps at the moment. Their yeah, top tier has always been there. And even so, it's fallen off a little bit. But yeah. they've had people that are picking up their slack. So I think Geelong will get over the line in a thriller. And I think it'll be dirty. It'll be nasty. There'll be reports coming out of this one. I and that's so. just in the crowd. And I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't know who I am on, to be honest, in terms of uh, premiership. But I, I've still put Adelaide above Cats. Um, North and Essendon at Etihad on Saturday afternoon. Yep. Again, fuck knows. Uh, this would be a good percentage boost for North, actually. Yeah, of course. Um, because we're sitting at 88%, and we'll probably lose by less than uh, 10 points, so I think we're, we're going to get a boost there. I think if you can kick more goals than points, you're winning this game. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's call it Ben Brown watch. Yeah, yeah. Ben uh, Brown and Danaher watch. Just cause do you think Taron's going to line up? Oh, I can't see why. Then you're in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, I think Essendon could put on a big score. Well, I don't think he matches up well against Danaher. Because Danaher is really? just a gangly motherfucker. Yeah, I think that's what Tarrant sort of comp- like excels against because he's got that little bit of around the knees, you know, talent. Whereas he's got that leaping ability to be able to spoil as well. So I feel like he's got the whole effort to be able to do it. Tarrant's yeah. a big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. um, 
he is, yeah. but he's not like you say, he's not as lanky and he's certainly not as tall. Yeah. Um, but I think he can put a body on Danaher. Yeah, I think he's yeah. more switched on than Danaher. So yeah, I think well, Taron will do actually very well against. I him. do. T- I mean, he played well on Buddy. Yeah. He beat Buddy. Yeah. He, he always plays pretty well on Buddy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's the sort of he, he likes the physicality, and I think. Yeah. Uh, Danaher sort of te- seems to sometimes fall ass backwards in the marks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that sort of just weirdness. I don't know yeah. if Terrence... So does Brown too, though. He proved that last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like a big pour out there. It's great grab. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, they're both odd motherfuckers. They got no Cunnington this week as well. Yeah, is that right? Is it, who, who was out? Cunnington? Was it someone else? That no, got? Jacobs. Jacobs, sorry. Yeah, no, no Jacobs hasn't been in all I think he that one. So with Cunnington in, I think he can ride that hardness <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, there'll, there'll be... Yeah, uh, for mine. There'd be a few young lads in, but uh, I think Ben Brown will kick yeah. half a dozen. Maybe Bruce, whoever knows. Uh, Melbourne and Port... At the MCG, um, I, I, I think Melbourne are, are just chugging towards the end of the season. I think they've run out of soldiers, to be honest. Yeah, they've they've got far too many injuries and um, important injuries too. Yeah. What was Vince's offer? Was it two weeks? Uh, I think yes. Yeah, I think it was two weeks. I think without Vince, yeah, with Vince, another like, one. They still got underdogs by like a fair bit, but I feel like they just pull some shit out of their ass that gets them across the big teams. Right. I feel like this could have been one of those occasions, but without without Vince in there, you can really niggle that midfield yeah. and really piss them off and make them concerned about him as opposed to them being free and yep. to play their own game. They had a chance. Well, it makes no sense that Melbourne should have a chance, which yeah. this year means that they've got yeah, a chance. Yeah, that's why right. so I'm giving this one to be a very good game, to be honest. I think it's going to be close, and I think Melbourne are definitely up there in there, but it's really hard to select them a report within the current situation. Yeah. Well, I think uh, good. this is the last match Port are going to play at the MCG before finals, so they'll treat it as a you know, a training dress run. Dress rehearsal. And they'll try and just fucking pile <laughs> everything on. I, I love optimism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him giving him a fair hiding. I think Porter can get a massive percentage burst out of this. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Bulldogs and the Suns at Kazali Stadium up north. How far north? Uh, Cairns? Bulldogs are fucked. There's no, <laughs> way, there's, there's no way you could run out four quarters in Cairns with a hangover. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, impossible. Yeah. He's done I'm, it in Vietnam. I am changing my tip to Gold Coast now. <laughs> uh, I'm on the Gold Coast, and I think it's going to be five goals. To uh, five goals to four, final score. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the Gold Coast too. I I honestly think they'll uh, beat the Bulldogs here. Um, Sydney and the Saints at the SCG. Ouch! Oh yeah, this is going to be. It's going to hurt. Going to be a big one. That's um, it's Sydney hitting their straps. And yep, they they could easily uh, finish top four. Yeah, and this could be the the round where they move up. I think. Yeah, it could very go. It'll go very close. Yeah, and this could be the tipping point where Saints start playing for draft picks because they could use some extra ones. They've got all of them. So, <laughs> well, they've yeah. got Hawthorns, obviously. Yeah. So, I want to yeah. go in for the rest. Well, Richmond and GWS are ahead of them, but uh, only but, one of those can win. Although yeah. <laughs> you never know with it. GWS. <laughs> yep. Um, and Frio and Hawthorne over at Domain Stadium. Um, tough one to pick, 12th versus 13th. Yeah, I don't think either want to win. That's, gonna, that's a tough problem. Well, so, it means Hawthorne, nothing for Hawthorne. Hawthorne yeah. win. <laughs> We're not tanking for draft picks. <laughs> and uh, if the Dockers lose, they've still got to get out of the stadium. Yeah, yeah there, that's true. That. That's true. Yeah, I think I think uh, Freer will get across the line. I don't care who wins, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Hawthorne have had a very good month. Yeah. I, think, I think that it's uh, they're, they're due for a fall. Yep. I'm, on, I'm on Freer just because now that five signed up, the other players can go, oh, shit. Fuck, we might have to play then. Uh, I guess I guess some people are taking this shit seriously. I'll, I'll go the other way. Now that Fire signed up, they're going, fuck, we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking money left for me, is there, cunt? Virgin dog. Um, Richmond and the Giants, the MCG on Sunday. I reckon this would be a good one. It's not too bad. I, I, I want to see Nankovic versus Mumford. I think that'd be great. I might go to this one because I don't think I've ever been to a Giants game. Um, yeah. I've been to a couple, not with you guys. Yeah, I've been to a couple. Yeah. I saw them beat North a little while back. Yeah. Um, I think the Tigers. I mean, we play very well against them. We match up well against yeah. them, and we always we should have beat them and in their home ground. Yes, we gave that mm. game up, you know, and obviously also they have Silly. to play that last half and win it. But yeah, I feel like we've got that strategy that that plays up very well against GWS. So I think on the MCG, we've got a good chance of rolling them. So and and definitely G- on GWS haven't had a win for quite a while. Are we expecting Cameron back? They've shown the holes. Uh, yes. If he's back, I think I can't see Rant stopping Patton and Cameron. No, but Grimes, no, Grimes, Grimes is a there, great yeah. matchup for Cameron. Yep. Grimes is underrated. Grimes, Grimes is well at playing off his man as well, which yeah. I think is a very underrated thing, especially with the way the TV actually films the game. Is yep. that you don't see what he does off the ball. So I think he's very good at plugging those holes in the back. But we'll still need one extra person to be able to mop up. Yeah. 
Uh, not that it's an easy afternoon with Patton and Cameron, no matter yeah. which two backmen you got, but yeah. they they got the two right matchups up there, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Dusty's going to fend off everybody. I'm on GWS. Yeah, I, I think the Giants too, but um, yeah, it might be a good game to go to. Do you reckon Brad Scott turns up just to fuck with them? Just turns up with a sort of roll of paper. Two resumes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I have your autograph? <laughs> no, no, hey. So, oh, hang on. Bit, hang on. <laughs> Almost got me there. I reckon you'll get a couple of the players with that, though, I reckon. Oh, I wish uh, I had dinner, Peggy. The problem is one of the Ivan Marriage. <laughs> Collingwood West Coast at Etihad Stadium. Uh, it's amazing that somebody's going to win this game. Yeah, it's almost unfortunate, too, because <laughs> I hate both these teams. Uh, I think West Coast, now that <clears throat> Pendles is out. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, Pendlebury really... Like I said before, he's the ability to be able to plug holes around the ground while ha- maintaining the midfield. And without that, then you've almost got to have someone else. Like I don't know who that is that's going to be able to fill his role in that team. I think if Collingwood lose, Buckley has to fall on his sword. And for that reason, I hope they win so that he, <laughs> he can't quite quit while they're on a bit of a streak. Um, I think that even if Collingwood... Yeah, they're out of finals. They can't yeah. yeah. It's I think it's, uh, no, I think they need to win every match by a shit ton. And get other results to go their way. Yeah, yep. so mathematically possible. Which is a fucking stress if you're a Collingwood so, supporter. So all they need is talent and cash. <laughs> and a calculator or two. <laughs> and uh, finally, Brisbane Lions versus Carlton. And uh, you might watch this with uh, with note because uh, if Brisbane win, they're even with North Melbourne on points and you're looking at the number one draft pick. Oh, Brisbane's going to win because any time the 18th team plays the 70th or the 16th, that's their grand final. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And I'm let's right. be honest, North and Brisbane don't really care who's finishing, uh, who gets the number one draft pick because Brisbane is picking the top Queenslander because they don't want him to fuck off back to <laughs> Victoria or WA after year or two well that's just it though who's the top Queenslander if he's the 60th best player <laughs> yeah. they've only picked Victorians before but you're, you, I think you're, you're in the right track though they'll pick the best player who's willing to go to Queensland yeah yeah. So, yeah. You know, so I don't think North could be NRL player too yeah. <laughs> for the I first think, time I don't think North and Brisbane are competing for the same players no no yeah. okay. um, but then again Brisbane's already got a wooden spoon in recent memory and North certainly doesn't fucking want one so it'd be a long time since North has had one then wouldn't it uh, I'm going to say back to the 70s even Oh, pre-70s, because North had um, flags in the 70s. Probably the 60s. It, it, we'll look that up later on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, that's it for round 18. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can go look it up now and, and report back. Yep. All right, bye. Yep, have a good one. Peace.